Well, how's it going there, Woo fans? Welcome back to another episode of Wrong Opinions Only with your hosts, Justin and Kayla. And we're going to dive into the new Netflix hit show, Squid Game, The Challenge. Today, I just got to say, I loved the energy of that intro because it reminded me of like the old school like voiceovers where someone would pretend the camera's not there and they'd be like, oh, hello, like you interrupted me. That's great. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today, but I say that every week because we do have a lot to talk about. Um, but we're going to start with a reality show that I personally wasn't sure I was going to watch. Justin definitely wasn't sure he was going to watch. And we binged it as soon as we got into it. And that is indeed Squid Game, The Challenge, which is on Netflix. If you haven't heard of it, it's a 10-episode British reality competition TV series based on Squid Games, the South Korean drama. We've talked about it previously on the, on the pod. The show features 456 players, which is the largest cast in reality TV history, competing for $4.56 million, which is also the largest single cash prize in reality television history, and it premiered on December six and was already renewed for a second season so that kind of shows the popularity there starting with you justin what made you press play on the first episode so i was back and forth on this i like the show squid game on netflix it took me a little while to watch that as well i was like this looks kind of ridiculous how good could this really be what are the stakes if you're not actually murdering these people you know so <laughs> And then you said you were watching it. You liked it. My mom said she started watching it. And I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. And then I turned it on and was pretty immediately hooked, especially with how they do the cliffhangers. They end every episode with a pretty good cliffhanger, a la The Circle. So you kind of automatically in your mind are, oh, I need to watch at least the first five, 10 minutes of the next episode to see how this plays out. And then that just keeps going and time is a flat circle. And then you have it moved in four hours. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was on my moral high horse a bit. I was like, nothing seems more kind of American to me than taking the premise of Squid Games with real, like, debt and class fair and all this you know all the heavy stuff in squid games and we make it like this like silly competition i kind of was like this seems in poor taste and you know what happens you walk you feel like you've watched all the things and you see squid games constantly advertised and i'm not gonna lie i go you know what let me get rid of my morals for a second and watch episode one and see and then just like you I got hooked in and then unfortunately it's on Netflix model where they sometimes on the reality shows give you a couple and then you have to wait the next week, which I'm not sure in the scheme of a total a season binge drop or week to week where this lies as far as my favorite to least favorite. But, um, I mean, I absorbed them as soon as they came out on like a third, third Wednesday or Thursday, I watched them all until the next week. So yeah, got hooked. Yeah, it was really a, an interesting kind of adaptation of it. Like the like I said, obviously the main show has this big class fair dynamics and you get murdered if you lose. Here, obviously, they're not going to do that. It's a TV show, right? So I was intrigued to see how they'd be eliminated. And one of the funnier things on the first episode is when they get eliminated, I don't know if it's like an ink pack that's in their uh, in their uniform or if they got shot with paintballs or whatever it was. But it was funny because you got to see them and then the people would like play dead and like fall to the ground. Like, oh, 
and that just added a little extra like humor to it so i enjoyed how yes they there were indeed like these kind of ink things like you said so essentially like they weren't getting shot because i started to wonder when some of them would you know fall to the ground in sometimes the most truly dramatic hilarious ways the way that they pretended they got shot and yeah. died i mean i sometimes i was cracking up seeing them just one by one get lit up but sometimes someone would be like their chest would be on the ground and they get shot and i'm like how did you get that angle but it does i did notice that a few players they had this like box thing on their back so yeah they had some sort of mechanism that they just activated essentially um that first you know the show i was curious how close it was going to match the actual show scripted show so i enjoyed having like elements and parts of the actual show and then some new elements and i think they absolutely had to because if it was too predictable it would have totally like everyone would have had a certain strategy everyone felt like they knew what was next and would it be something different that was like fantastic watching their faces thinking that it was one game and another could not agree more and they did a great rollout where the first couple of games were exactly like the show and they had kind of the graphics on the walls showing kind of the progression like the real squid game show and everybody was looking at those like okay so next is this next is this so they got them comfortable enough in order to make massive blunders like in game three or four or whatever it was when everybody thought it was tug of war, but instead they pulled the rug out from under them and we just had straight up war, which was brilliant. And I love seeing their reactions when you had the big, strong, like brute force guys all team up together. Like we're going to crush tug of war and Oh, sorry. No, now it's strategy idiots. I will say like, I do appreciate some of these new reality stars because obviously what happens when you get off a reality show certain people gear towards their favorites. And then I've been kind of reading about their experiences on the show, which we'll go into, but I appreciated that they kind of opened up some scenes like the first scene when there's, you know, the red light, green light, essentially they explained how that was like hours and not just like, you know, the hour to you think it is that it was like nine hours. So there's a one scene where the girl, a girl is like squatting. I was bitching at my TV, like, really? You can't hold that for 10 seconds? So, good call. Yeah, same, same. I was looking at her like, are you kidding me? Because it looks like she tries to attempt to squat for two seconds and gives up. But I didn't realize, like, no, actually, they were holding those positions for, like, a super long time. And that's why... They said, like, 20, 30 minutes. Yes, like, and that's why she... Positions. But I go, they did her dirty on the edit because they showed her doing it and then just saying, I can't do this. And that's why a lot of people started having the laying down strategy, which also confused me. I'm like, I wouldn't want to have to take the time to get up. But I realized they're like, if I have to wait 30 minutes, I'd rather be, like, in a fetal position or <laughs> laying down, you know? Yeah, that's... I was trying to think what I would try to do because you want to be in just... I am very fidgety. I can't stand still. I'd probably lose in this game pretty immediately, right? So unless I'm laying down and maybe I just start crawling. See how fast I could do a crawl, an army crawl or something. Cause you're right. If you're laying down and you have to stand back up, go and then lay back down before it turns around, you just wasted like half your time standing up and laying back down. So it does involve a lot more strategy than I think a lot of the contestants accounted for. And especially since that was the big wave of exits for a lot of the players. I also want to give kudos to the show because I found a lot of my favorites like pretty easy and it did like grow as you got more of the spotlight, I'd say on certain players. And it made me go like, Oh, does that mean they're going to leave soon? I got really invested. So 
when the players that I really liked watching laughed, I'm not gonna lie, I started to go, I don't know if I can watch this. Like, if it's not this person, I don't know that I want to watch it. So we have not talked about this, Justin. Who are some of your favorites? Who did you enjoy? Who are you rooting for? So I think I was really rooting for Trey's mom, <laughs> yes, whatever yes. her name was. <laughs> Trey's mom was my number one on the list. I really wanted her to just beat her son in it, honestly, and win the whole thing. That would have been hilarious. Leanne. Then I was rooting for Trey because he seemed pretty genuine and was trying to make relationships, wasn't an ass. And then, like you said, as the game went on and people were getting eliminated, like my favorites started to shift because they started focusing on more of the people that were in the background. So I really liked Mikey, kind of the redhead guy. I liked B, the gamer girl. B rocked. B rocked. B was great. And Steven and Rick, who were part of the, what was it, like gang boo yes. gang or something? I could not stand them the first couple episodes. And then it was like, I love these guys. They're so like genuine. And then they. I'm well. <laughs> so invested in Steven that it was one heartbreaking when they were in the kitchen and you thought maybe that they were going to go out. I was so sad. And so that, and that was, seemed so random with the chocolate bar. And then when he just got like, arp, like, I gotta say some of the eliminations that were just arbitrary, like was just like, I don't, I'm voting you out. Those were like, especially hard to stomach because it's hard when like, you just have no, no ability to change it. Someone can just single you out for personal reasons or because eh, I don't know you. I, you were the person I least got to know. And then you're out of the money. I mean, that that sucks. I felt for the people that left because of that. Completely agree. One of, thing in my notes is there are too many just pure chance games too, where it was just, okay, you, uh, you have to roll the die. Oh, you have to hit the button. Oh, you have to do the uh, pop goes the weasel thing. And it's just pure. You're either lucky or you're not. And to go along with that, there are spots where it's just like, okay, this person gets to eliminate three people. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? So I wish there was maybe a couple less of those pure chance things and a, and maybe like one more actual like competition. And I got to say, I really respected how sometimes they had a lot of ability not to j just be kind of selfish in their choices like a lot of times they had a very utilitarian like view like they were like what is the way that isn't us just singling out people but we're working together um you know that was apparent there was too much teamwork Kayla. Oh, okay so we were opposite on this okay so we're, we're, this is where we're going down okay yes this i understand why they did it it's a better strategy to ensure you get further along but the purpose of squid game is no, no teamwork. You are out for yourself here. And I really think for season two, they're going to modify some of these rules so they can't just skirt the system. Very smart of them to do it the way they did, especially like on the bridge game. Just, okay, we're going to make sure we get most of us across. Sorry, some of you are screwed. That's how it is. What are we going to do? But I think they're going to modify the rules slightly to prevent as much teamwork as we saw happen in season one. And I'm honestly very surprised that they were all willing to kind of work together as much as they did. So I guess props to them for being open-minded and, you know, working with a whole bunch of people they just met, but I want more chaos, Kayla. I want more chaos. All right. So you, you'd be the, uh, was it four, five, three that everyone hated and was ready to go out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Four, three, two, four, three, two, Four, three, two. Was, yeah. Uh-huh. You would know it. You would know it because it was no, you. No, he huh? was a massive villain. He was a jackass. I hated him. 
Now, you needed a villain kind of to get into it, I think, early on with so many people, somebody to root against. So he filled that void. But I do love that after he went out, everybody started turning on TJ into the next villain because he was too positive and gung-ho with everybody. They were just like, all right, 432's gone. TJ's walking around saying, we got this, guys. We're a family. I'll lead you. Let's go through. I love you all. And they're all like, this guy's too positive. I don't like it. He's trying to lead us too much here. So they just completely switched the dynamics like on a dime, which is it was hilarious. some of the dynamics were so funny to me. There are some villains that got the villain arc and I totally agreed with. For example, number one on my hill is Lorenzo and Lee Ann, when she got him out. OK, what she should have done is take a leaf out of one of our favorite movies, Goodwill Hunting. And she should have said, how about them apples? as he walked out of the room because that the whole time I go, that's what I would have said. I would have said that because he refused to eat the apple slices. He was such a jerk that I was totally against it. Once he burned Leanne, he burned me, even though I did love his confessionals and he was in this like Daisy crocheted outfit. And I go, that's hilarious. Lorenzo. Yes. But how he was in there was so like nose in the air. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, and he also just stole like a whole bunch of food yes. day one. He was like, I need my um my calories. Uh so he took an extra one so somebody didn't get a meal. And then he's going around asking people if they're done taking all of their extra meals. Right off the bat, I could not stand that guy. And then they literally just cut up food and they're handing it out to people. And he's like, This is sketchy. I don't want to take their handouts. Why would I do that? And you know, little like old lady there, I always forget her name, Trey's mom is just like WTF, like I'm a I'm so pumped that she voted for him and put him up on that board to go home because he was a jackass. It was a bold move because she was like number two and she was mm-hmm. throwing someone up on the board. And it was not a person that I felt like a lot of people were talking about. So I was like, wow, you're really, you know, kind of and then he and then the best Leanne, I'm telling you, Leanne was the uncrowned queen there. Because when she went up to her to be kind of an asshole and like, oh, I couldn't I didn't know if your number was three hundred and two or three oh two, and she's like, It's the same thing. As he like walked away and I I was dying <laughs> was when great. she said that. It was so funny. She had the balls to do it and that specifically in that test where it's like you have to go up there and nominate somebody, you're screwed if you're the first couple, right? Because everybody knows who you're voting for. The ideal spot is probably like the six, seven range because you want to be early enough so your name's not up there. And also you could just add add quantity to the other names that are going because nobody wants to nominate a new name after like the first 10 go, because then it's just super obvious. So it, I just thought it was brilliant. And then he tries to, like you said, get Leanne up there and she probably yeah, got like five was... votes. Like nobody was going to vote. Her uh, out. But like, shame on Trey because he didn't vote for Lorenzo. And I was like, I, I know that was so stupid. Like, how are you not? She put her neck out there. Like, how are you not going to vote? I mean, I was, that was wild. Trey, come on. I was pissed at him because if she loses by one vote because he voted for somebody that wasn't Lorenzo, like that's on him. Like he, she was a better player than him, but whatever. Agree. I was like, you come for my mom. Like it's on. Like that was wild. I do want to give a shout out to another player. Really enjoyed Jackie who also had a villain scene, not her, but the older gentleman she was playing with. Um, because I was so rooting for her and I, I felt bad when she fell through the square, but 
talking about villains, that whole dynamic between her and this gentleman, actually not a gentleman. He, he was a dick. What did you think about that whole situation? That's when they were playing marbles, right? Yes. And he totally turned, this guy I don't recognize from any other episode, but totally turned on her. Yeah. Cause she was like, well, I'm deaf. It's been tough for me. He's like, oh, you're going to throw that card out, out here. I've lost all respect for you. Screw you. I'm going to send you home. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> did we miss like a half hour conversation she- <laughs> or something? Cause he turned out a dime. And I'm so glad yeah, she said his ass home. Yeah, it was so vindictive. And she still was <laughs> nice about it, even though... And they're, like, both sharing their stories. Like, they both have good reasons for wanting to. But it's, like, somehow he didn't appreciate that she wanted to, like, be a representative for the hard-of-hearing deaf community. I'm like, why... And he's like, I want to give it to charity. I go, oh, my God, you're, like, such an asshole. <laughs> like, what? It was the weirdest hill. Yeah, he, like, took that as, like, you're just coming up with this fake cause so that I'll let you win. I'm not letting you win. Like, no, she wasn't. She was just being, like, vulnerable and honest. And you were like, screw this. That was absurd. It was, why didn't you teach me sign language? I'm like, it was the weird. And at one point she goes, you, like, know this is going to be on TV right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know you're ruining yourself right now, right? And he just. I was so happy that he lost in that scene because that was rough. Ashley, shall we talk about Ashley? Oh, no. I wanted to, one more thing on the marbles here, the marbles game. What about the two that just could not agree on what game to play because the guy okay. was a jackass and was like, I want to do a throwing game. And she's like, how about a strategy? He's like, absolutely not. And then she finally agrees to like throw the things, gets hers closest first, and he refuses to let her win. And they they just start throwing shit at the wall. Why couldn't it have been who was closest? Like the next shot, whoever's closest to the fucking thing wins or goes through. He was, I I just wanted to like stick my fist through the TV and punch him because that was so selfish. Let's get into our first scenario question off of this then. What would you have done when they were both sitting on the bench and they both had come to the conclusion that they were, didn't want to agree to each other's plan. She just wanted anything that wasn't based on your ability to throw and so she was offering like different suggestions. And he was like, no, it's this or nothing. And he, I'll just sit here. What would you have done if you were her? If I was her and he's like, I'm throwing or nothing. Yeah. He's like, I'm only doing it this way. And was sitting down going, that's it. Interesting. I think you have to come up with something in the middle. He wasn't willing to budge at all. She at least gave a little bit of wiggle room there. Yeah. You know, I probably would have just tried to steal his shit. Like, especially like, you got to the point where they started throwing them. You don't need their consent. Like in that situation, you, as long as you are the ones who hand, according to the original show, anyway, there was somebody who just like, didn't they fight the other guy, steal their, um, their marbles and like hand them over. But was it what I could be, there's a lot of different games. So I could be confusing it, but wasn't the scenario that they had to agree on a game or a winner. Like they had to agree to it. I thought that was like the concession there that they had agreed to. Uh, you might be right. Yeah. Was you have to agree on a game to play? Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of other games you can do with marbles. Everybody resorted to throw it into a bucket or closest to a wall. I personally like the tiered system where you have the different circles and they're different points so that it's like, you don't have a situation where you both make one and that's it, but closest wins. I don't know. What, what would you have come up with in that spot? I'm trying to rack my brain for like other games. I really think like for her specific situation, she was between a rock and a hard place. And I would have hate to give in to him. Like I almost am so vindictive that I would have been like, we're both going out because I like you're an asshole. But at the same time, like if she didn't kind of agree to 
you know, what he wanted, they essentially would have ran out of time. It did not seem like he was going to fold. So, I mean. That's what my initial thought was. Like, I would have laid on the bench and just closed my eyes, been like, all right, I'm going to take a 20-minute nap then. We both go home. See ya. And see if he caved or not. The problem is when it's $4.5 million on the line, somebody's going to eventually cave, right? And he really didn't seem like he was going to, so the bros that were just like we don't want to like make it this constant game for the next like whatever minutes we're just gonna wait until the last 10 seconds and it's just like i appreciated that and you know what it was kind of sweet because they just sat on the bench and talked to each other you know for like their last five minutes so i could have easily done it that way too most of the people were very respectful right and then you just had those couple groupings that were total assholes to each other. And, you know, I guess that's just what you're going to get when you have 456 different people, you know, living in the a same room together. But I, I just think with knowing the original show, Marvels is a two-person game, once they gave the picnic treat baskets out and they said, two people line up to get your treats, like alarm bells would have been going off in my head. I need to line up with somebody I fucking despise or somebody at least I'm like neutral on. I'm not going to go have a nice picnic with my mom on the off chance that this is going to turn into you guys need to compete against each other. I know they tried to kind of dilute it by, oh, you guys want a treat. They already did a test. Good job. And I guess if you're in that that mode, you want to spend time with somebody you actually care about and want to talk to more like around a good setting instead of whatever they give you in those little tin cans to eat normally but I, I don't know I feel like that was way too risky to sit down with a close friend I do think that it was a bit of a trickery because I feel like and there could have been more treats maybe that we even saw on the show because they just you know they just had done a whole round and they're like here's a treat i mean obviously going forward they're gonna have to do something different for marbles because now especially anyone any opportunity where they get to be in twos is when they're they're gonna know that that's coming so i wonder if they'll do something where you're often in twos maybe for some different challenges so you don't know at one point that's happening i don't know but i'm sure they'll come up with something since it's renewed um, but that was a tough one. Marbles was hard. It was hard seeing some, especially like Trey and Leanne. Like I appreciate Leanne going um, If I go out, it's cause I'm going to lose. Like, I'm not going to like let my son win. But in my head, I go, um, Trey, you should let your mom win. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. That's a tough spot though. Cause you don't really know what the next games are. So if there is like a, I don't know. She, I think she was a better athlete than him too. Like, right. She was a D one, uh, athlete. He's kind of a, a gangly type of kid. And I don't know. I just really wanted her to, to make it pretty far in the game. So you and Tammy are paired together. What do you do? Oh, me and my mom are a hundred. We're both going a hundred percent. If we're losing, okay. we're losing. Nobody's giving it to the other. I mean, you can get her on this pod. She'll say the exact same thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the next competition we both know is going to be a huge advantage. If I let her win or if she lets me win, Nope. Earn your way there. That's our motto. Chair a household. Win or go the, home. Okay. And that's literally what happened there. <laughs> the the family motto, if you will. That's great. Um, let's talk about Ashley, because Ashley definitely got the villain paint stroke as soon as they had the, you know, block by block challenge there on the bridge. 
did you have any appreciation for her being individual with her decision of her going fuck y'all kind of like you're saying you kind of wanted to play where it's like i'm not here to make friends um or did you kind of agree to that group think where everyone takes a square i mean what do you think so i was more in line with her when that competition started the glass bridge because i was like yeah you know stick up for yourself if you get through that's all that matters and honestly props to her for sticking to her guns because it got her through right who knows if she would have picked the right square if she went earlier the problem is when you see everybody else doing it literally everybody else is stepping up and doing the 50 50 shot then it's shit if i don't do this they're going to vote me out if they get a chance when I go back to the dorm. So I probably would have went with the group think out of fear of the repercussions of going back to the dorm, which is kind of what ended up happening. The only issue is Trey didn't call her out. He kept looking back at her and she kept saying like softly to herself, like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And he's like, come on, are you going to go? But he didn't say it out loud. If I was Trey. I think you have to be like, Hey, Ashley, are you going to, are you going to overtake this and go in front of me so everybody can see or hear her decision and her say, no, I'm playing my own game. Perfect. You just set her on fire for the rest of the season. But if she does do it, maybe that little extra pressure saves you in the game. So he was in a tough spot at number three and she was in a tough spot too at, at number four. But I, I think you just have to have to go with the group. And it, honestly, it was a really smart decision. There's 17 pairs. There's 20 people here. You know, everybody gets a 50-50 shot if we just kind of uh, hop in front of each other. That was really smart. I did not see that coming out of that group. I think, like, for me, I I definitely would have done the block. Like, I would have rather, thinking about me being, like, an early number, I would have rather appreciated just having the one block risk and then the next person going because I wouldn't want to be the person at front and them being like, screw you, go through the whole thing, we're not moving. Like, that would have sucked. So I think I probably would have, I would have went with that right away. Um, however, what I really turned on her, especially Trey just got angry. He was so mad at her. He was looking at her with rage that he just, he stopped caring about winning and he wanted to prove a point. Like I'm going to go because of you. He did. And that he lost it. Like as soon as he got emotional, like the emotional took over, that was a wrap for Trey. Which is probably exactly what I would have did in that spot. <laughs> you would have been so. The, all of a sudden, the security squid, the silent squid games people might have had to come out because because <laughs> they're only a square away, you know, when you're getting upset with them. Um, however, where I really turned on her was I got so mad when she was mad with Mai because Mai was, you know, mad at her decision. And she goes, yeah, I did it. Like she was just defending herself. Like I did agree to do it. My, you weren't paying attention. I did jump. And it's like, no, you only did it because you were the next person. And then you agreed to do it because you had to make the jump. And then you wanted everyone else to follow in line. What if all of them were like, no, screw you. That's what I was going to say. If I'm after her, I go, you didn't do that for Trey. Why don't you just fucking carry on down the rest of the way by your damn self then? And if she says, no, I'm not moving, be like, okay, then there's no winner of Squid Game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it's going to be. And guess what? People are going to be pissed. She would have eventually moved because she doesn't want to lose $4.5 million, exactly what Trey did. I think if I was behind her, I would have pushed back and been like, nope, 
No, go, go give me at least three squares. Give me at least three here. <laughs> and there was time on the clock, so I definitely would have stood there a bit because it would have put pressure too on number five to maybe take that first chance for the square to reset. And I would have been glaring at her the whole time. So that's where it went down. And that's where I truly like was out on Ashley because I didn't appreciate her rewriting what happened because it suited yeah, she her. Goes- when she goes back into the dorm, like you said, she's going and complaining to everybody else. Like, my, what a bitch she is. She's not a team player. How dare she say that about me? No, she was completely in the right because you were not the team player. You were the asshole who got bailed out after not participating with the group. And then she doesn't, like, accept any apologies. And then she goes and bitches at everybody behind their backs. Like, I could not stand her. She was, like, on some type of high horse that she did not earn at all. And nobody called her out on it except for May. And May was kind of sketchy at the end, too. And to call her out on a one out of six chance, risky, because now she's going to call you out. I would have wanted to see how is Ashley going to handle this dice game if you don't call her out. Because I have a real hard time believing she was going to say her own name, even if May didn't call her out. I feel like she would have threw somebody else's name under the bus there and showed her true colors. Listen, my was tough because here's the thing. If you're a killer, be a killer. It's kind of how I feel. So when she would then take the opportunity to be like, you know, she had an opportunity to, you know, when they were doing the heads up seven up is what I call it, like twisted version they had to do. And she picked immediately the person she got along with the most because it was the person that she thought wouldn't pick her. And that ended up being true. I was like, just do that. But like when she would I thought have her she had a con- giveaway too, where he was like my, and she immediately got defensive. Who's going to do your hair. I would never, I'd be like, Oh, that's I'm fucking picking. You got that. I would have picked her too. A hundred percent off of yeah. that. I would have picked her. So we're agreement there. I, however, the anxiety of like walking around and trying to pick someone would have killed me off. I would have been like, just take me out of the door. I can't take this. I hated heads up seven up as a kid. I may have galaxy brained it. If I was my, and maybe this would have been my downfall in squid game. I would have, given the box to Ashley because it's so obvious that she won't think it's you, which is what happened later on. She got a box and she didn't think it was mine. I would have gave her the box and then started smiling at her. Hey, what are you doing over there? Oh, we just had an argument. I thought we were past it. Not too bad. Go fucking home girl and see if she has the balls to call you out. We are so the same because I thought the same thing. She's like, they're going to think that it's me. I go, that's exactly why they won't think it's you. Yep. <laughs> I totally, I thought the same thing when we were going around. The next player I want to talk about is just when we're on this ending, this villain arc is what many, many people felt was a villain. But to me, I felt was an unsung hero who went out with a burp and a gag and, uh, some sad tears i think at the end and we got to talk about my guy who picked the umbrella we have to talk about him he wasn't a villain he was he was a villain did you see the squad the umbrella squad they wanted his head on a stick (laughs) he he just is not equipped for this type of game like he was having legit physical reactions to having to make an anxious decision nobody likes those decisions but they're not vomiting in the sand because they have to decide on an umbrella or not. I really think if he would have stood his ground, four, three, two would have moved because he did not want to go home in that, uh, the cookie game trying to pick the umbrella, but villain seems harsh. I know nobody liked him because they got stuck with the umbrella, but it's not like he was, he's out to get anybody. Listen, he's not my villain. He's, he's my unsung hero. And I say that because his team, so, 
they had to agree. All four had to agree. Now, unfortunately, they recognized the weakness in the air and definitely bullied him into it. But at the same yeah. time, someone had to pick. You're you're saying that he had to go home for you guys? I don't know you. So at the same time, it's like someone had to agree to Umbrella to get going. Or you were saying, I'm giving up my spot. So I would have probably done the same. However, I'm so glad that like my anxiety tick is not like gagging or burping because that sucks as a react. I felt so my, my guy was like, please get him some Tums. Is that against the rules? He's going down. <laughs> I really wanted him to get through that and then be like, guys, it wasn't that fucking hard. I got through the thing like chill. The problem is I have very unsteady hands. I could never be a surgeon, right? And now I have the yips in my old age where I can barely uh, pick up really full drinks because my hand just shakes because I have spasms. I'm an idiot. Who knows? But him in that game is exactly, I think, what may have happened to me if you're that close to proving everybody wrong and there's like less than a minute left. His hand was shaking so much in that tin trying to get the umbrella out, even though he was 99% done with it. And then he just moved a little bit too quickly and broke it. And I I would have no chance at that game. Most of these games, I think, are not very suited for, for me, honestly. <laughs> I totally get that. I I got to say, I got a new ick from watching this show, which is the sound of group licking. I'm not going to lie. I think I had to mute it at different points because I was so disturbed by the <laughs> group sounds of aggressive licking. It's absolutely my, like, nails on a chalkboard. I wish, I hope to never hear that sound again. That was vile. However, I will say he did the wrong thing. The wrong method, because I was thinking about what I would do. You don't take it out of the tin. He started, to, he was holding it in his hands trying to finish it. And I go, as soon as you do that. That was a bad move. Yeah. Wrap. You need the, the stability so on the dumb. bottom. You can't u- utilize the sand. The sand's not stable. Your hand's not stable. No. Keep it into the tin until the very, very last second. He did have, like, the best death scene, though. The, like, <gasps> gasp. And then the, like, slow fetal <laughs> position. <laughs> that was the best death by far. He put all of his heart and soul in that dramatic ending. Um, I hope he's I'm surprised we therapy. didn't get a, an uproar of cheers from everybody else in the room. Like, he's gone. Know, yeah, they stepped on him. <laughs> they stepped yeah, on him on like, the way kick him on his, their way out. <laughs> yeah. That was so bad. So of all the challenges, Justin, did you have like a favorite or pick a favorite of all of them? There's a lot of them. Did you have one that was like your favorite to watch? So just, I'm going to rapid fire, quick rundown of the challenges, just to remind everybody. We had red light, green light. We had the the sugar cookie thing we just talked about. We had the telephone test thing. We had war. We had line up and vote somebody out. We had the uh, pop goes the weasel boxes. We had the picnic followed by marbles. We had allegiance where you save one person, then they create a chain to save somebody else. We had glass bridge. We had random ass roll a six on die, go home. And then we had circle of trust, which was my favorite. And then... Three buttons with three people left is a rough, that's rough. And then rock, paper, scissors to win it is so brutal that it's honestly pretty hilarious. <laughs> but I think Circle of Trust was my favorite, Kayla. Okay. I do want to, um, one, give another shout out to the the um, rolling the dice for the six. I also like that group think where they're like, let's all pick ourselves. And then it's just fate in your hand i would have also followed through on that because obviously it sucks to have like 10 people going against you so i would have rather wanted to go out on my own roll even though 
that's how my girl B got out. You know, what can you do? Well, B's like, I love dot. She's like, I love dice. I roll a lot of sixes. This is not my game. And she and tells she everybody it. and then rolls the six. B that was, was too good for this game. She needs yep. to go save the crisis of the world because she was her battleship strategy. I was sitting there like, Oh, I'm in love. It was fantastic. And um, I really appreciate the women too, realizing they were down in numbers, even though the chain got broken a couple of times. Thank you, Mai. Um, they did eventually all go through, you know, and a woman won. So. I honestly, that was a very smart move for yeah. the women to get together. I think it was good for them that the chain did get broken like mm -hmm. a couple of times. Cause otherwise one time, one guy gets picked, he's probably just going all the way down the line, right? So mm -hmm. the fact that it there was a break every few women, I think, evened it out a little. And I mean, we ended up having what nine women and eleven guys in the final twenty. So so they did a good job at evening the playing field. For I sure. I don't think you told us your favorite game yet, though, Kayla. No, it's Battleship. I personally love Battleship. Like that was I don't play it enough. It's fun to play. So when I saw like they all thought at the time that it was going to be the tug of rope, which they never ended up playing, which was a great twist. Um, and it ended up being Battleship. Like that's so fun. And then just like them standing in the little fake boats as they miss. And then B, honestly, B's whole scene where that's kind of how we are introduced to her as a character she was in the background and she just like everyone tends to do this one because they think that's is and then the other team picked that exact spot she said they opened with and then she just fucking not one person went home she freaking went bam 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 it was amazing so it was battleship all the way that was a lot of fun i love the twist like we said earlier you had the big brute guys all get together and then they nominate the two people that weren't the the quote unquote strong folks in the uh, in the line to be their captains and then bitched about it the whole time. You could have stepped up. You could have been the captain here, but you didn't. You were scared. You bitched out. Mm -hmm. Go stand yep. in your little boat and go home. All right. Four, three, Absolutely. two, whatever his name was. Yeah, that's also how <laughs> I went out. So that's also why it was a highlight to me. It was like, yeah, I love that he thought it was gonna be something else and he got this like jacked up squad and he's going home. It did suck though to like be on the losing team but not be in the boat that got sunk and you get to stay in the game that did suck if you you just landed to be in the boat that got picked i do gotta say what size boat would you try to get in because it is a the tough five. strategy you want to get in the five because there are more moves to sink it but it's also easier to find the five and once you find it it's just sequential right the two is tougher to find but quicker once they find it. So it is kind of an interesting mix. I there. feel like you're damned whether you're a five or a two, because at the two, you're not sure at one point the other end is, but eventually they get to you and they'll, they'll hit it. Same with a five. They don't know what direction your five is leaning to, but once they do, you know, that's, that's it. So it's tough. It's tough. It honestly makes me want to play battleship. I haven't played that in forever. I used to play uh, battle shots every so often back oh, yeah. in like the college years. We could do that, Kayla. Battle shots this weekend. Well, I, I'm just remembering us playing shoots, shots, and ladders, and that oh, was shots real and rough. Classic. We used yep. to do that as a pregame. Remember when we could do that then? <laughs> yeah, we'd have twelve drinks before yeah. we went out to the bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry, livers. Um. Yeah. That was. I mean, there was a lot of great challenges, and like I said, I appreciated the switch up between them. So in our final three. We had my, we had Phil, and we had Sam. Of the three, yep. who were you rooting for when it was three? I was rooting for Sam, honestly. Really? I just thought, yeah, I thought he just played a good game. 
where he was involved in decisions, but he made sure he was staying in the background. He wasn't like uh, being too vocal. And this might be biased because I'm a six foot three uh, big white guy with a beard, but I think it's tougher to fade into the background when you're physically larger than a lot of the other people. And I thought he did a really good job at kind of uh, fitting in that middle ground. And I was rooting for him at least to make it to the final two. I was rooting for Phil. I was. I I just thought his first kind of scene in the show was he was at the sink and he was like using their products and he was like my beautiful hair like something he made some (laughs) comment that was so funny and I appreciated that Jackie um, was the one that kind of broke the chain at least because like she had a friendship with Phil you know and I I do understand that the, you know it being hard to pick with everyone else when you did have someone that helped carry you to the end so i was rooting for phil i gotta say when it did and get he to the dominated circle of trust that was yeah. like the most vocal you saw him the whole season he was kind of quiet in the dorm but in that game he's like and you are my enemy ashley it was you <laughs> and it was then great she goes like it was dramatic he he had to pick twice like that sucks so back to back that's, I mean, props to him. So I was rooting for him. Um, of course, we know that my ended up winning. Of course, I was very, I was wondering how they're going to end it because, of course, we know in the original show it was a fight to the death um, in this type of physical challenge. And I think, obviously, knowing that you had a pretty diverse group of people, you couldn't kind of just limit it to a physical competition. So they, you know, did the picking a key and the rock, paper, scissors. What did you think about the ending and my winning? You know, I, w- I wish it was more in the ending. Mm-hmm. I Same thought. I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it. When they had the cool setup that looked pretty neat, they have them go in there, and then it's rock, paper, scissors. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And you have to pick the right key. The whole time that was going on, my thought was, what if my wins 97% of these rock, paper, scissors, but Phil wins one and just happens to grab the right key. Like how infuriating it would it be to lose in that scenario? And as it was going on, I was like, shit, is this actually going to happen? She's winning every time and she's still not picking the right key. So I wish it was a, some, something a little bit more interactive than than that, in my opinion. What about you, Kayla? Yeah, I agree. Um, I was kind of hoping they would end up playing that game because that was like, you know, really interesting view into like Korean like childhood games is like they ended up playing like this childhood like hopscotch running competition thing playground game and uh so i was kind of hoping for like a different version of that maybe with different elements the key thing is just again like we've mentioned the chance of it all was sometimes hard to deal with especially when the stakes were so high you know um i heard something interesting when Uh, a discussion I had read or heard that was about like game, like why game shows struggle now or what, how they changed, I guess. And they talked about, you know, um, economics a bit, you know, your favorite, um, that in the past, like seventies and eighties, when the game shows were going on, like the Florida trip, the like, you know, cruise like those were all like bonus things you could do and now there's just a total change in 
people's finances as far as debts and stuff. And so now a lot of the stories are like, I got to get a house. My, you know, my mom needs is sick. Like that's really the stories coming out. And I feel like in the seventies and eighties, it was a lot of like, Oh yeah. Like I could use, like, I'm good. I just, I could use a vacation, you know, or I could use the shiny new kitchen utensils and like kind of how that dynamic has changed. And I, I felt that a bit when they would do the confessionals and they all told their like personal stories and like, no one was really like, I'm good. I'm just kind of in it for the fun. Some were, but I'm sure there were like other things going on, you know? Yeah. You know why? Because the cost of college and <laughs> the cost of houses have gone up about 10 X the cost of salaries over the last 30 years. I mean, salaries go up 10%, those have gone up like a thousand percent. So like, what are, what are you going to do? Obviously exaggerated numbers for dramatic effect, but it is very substantial. So it is nice to you get some of the stories of people coming from, you know, tough upbringings, or they're trying to get out of debt, or they're trying to help their family, or they're trying to, you know, move away. And, and that you need to have a bit of a human element to these games so that you are able to root for these contestants and it keeps you engaged. I did have one thought pretty much the entire season, though. Did it need to be $4.56 million? Could we have just done five grand, $1,000 per person? Five grand? Like, did it need to be that much money? I know the point is it needs to be a massive amount, but how many seasons are they going to be able to do if they need to give out $4.5 to the winners? They need to set up. Well, I guess it's kind of a, a fixed cost. You set it up once, like this whole venue that they're doing this out of. But there's a lot of production value, right? They have to have all these walkways. They have to have all these setups, all these different like um, playgrounds, essentially, or courts. And these the glass bridge was super cool to watch. And that stuff costs money, plus the actual employees, the shooting of it. It seems like it's a pretty costly show to make, but... Maybe the whole point was we're going to throw a massive amount of number at this to get people to want to join, and then it'll drive the intrigue in watching it. But you know, just something that crossed my mind, Kayla. I doubt you even considered that while watching based on your facial reaction right now. Yeah, not once. I was like, get all the money, you guys. Uh, it definitely raises stakes, I feel. Sometimes on the challenge, like because they're so used to the amount they get, of course it has changed over the years and some years are more than others and the rules on splitting it. But I just feel like they're kind of complacent with what they know they're going to get, you know, a bit like it's lost or lost or especially with people who keep repeat winning, you know, they sometimes they make it seem like it's like nothing, like it's a grand, you know, it's like, they don't have that like, Oh my God feeling at the beginning of the challenge. And so this was probably part promotion to say it's the biggest you know, win monetary win, you know, cash prize essentially. And I didn't think Netflix had the cash to be honest from how much they get rid of shit. So, <laughs> however, I did hear my didn't get paid yet. So, mm. Oh, well there, there's something. I think it's <laughs> uh that's, that's a good point. They probably just wanted to have the stakes at such a high level that it just mentally exhausts everybody that's in the game. Like it's 4 million. It's just weird to think about it when you watch the challenge, you watch Survivor. Survivor's a million bucks, Big Brother's 750k. The challenge is, you know, between 250 and 500k, right? And those are like you're competing every day, every week. This, it's how long were they actually there for? 2 weeks maybe? Or a week and a half they were in the dorm maybe? I, I didn't something actually like look that. it up. Yeah. Yeah, something like 10 days. And half of the things are pure 
chance. Well, not half, but like 25% of the ways you get out are pure chance. So for you to win that amount of money, it's kind of a mix of skill and lottery. So, so I can see how they come up with it now that we kind of talked it out. You know, happy I could get you there to that place. Um, yeah, it was it was quite the wild show. What did you think? Well, when you watched it, it was all out, right? You got to just go right through it. Uh, when I first started, only the first eight were available because okay. I started watching on the Peloton, then got hooked, caught up around. Yeah, at episode eight and then had to wait for the last two to come out and then watch the last two in sequence. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It was, um, you know, like I said, it's difficult when they just give you a handful, but I think, like you said, with the cliffhangers, it really helped to just like, I really was like next week, when when are they dropping this time at midnight or this time? Like, as soon as I got up, I'm like, you know, especially when the last, the finale was separate on its own. So at that point I didn't know who was winning. So it was like, I gotta, you know, before the spoilers, I gotta find it out. So I'm kind of mixed on that kind of drop down, but the weekly sometimes like lioness was, was particularly brutal to me. So (laughs) I don't have the patience anymore. Um, You know, there were some recent controversies too. I'd like to end with, with the, some players saying that the uh, living situation and different elements were not livable or they were man and woman up. (laughs) That's the fucking purpose of the game. All right, did you watch the show? The purpose is you're in a shithole dorm with 450 other people. You get crap food, you get crap living conditions, but you're trying to win close to $5 million. And you only have to endure it, like we said, it's like 10 days or whatever it came out to be. Like, I'm sorry, if you got physically hurt or there was like actual like bed bugs or termites or or something that could have been, I don't know, I'm just throwing shit out there where it's like outside of their control completely understand but when it's my bed was stiff and it was a little cold in the dorm and oh no the food didn't give me the caloric intake that i was hoping for like get out of here i'm sick of it can i throw this scenario on you one of the things that happened was that everyone wanted chapstick and it wasn't available in their like little toiletries bag it was like kind of basic so what they would do is the condoms that were provided in the bathroom they would use the lubricant on the condoms for their chapstick and then the producers realized we need to give them chapstick and then issued them like chapstick with their number on it how do you feel about that justin i uh, i'm a little speechless on that how many people were getting it on was there a lot of sex happening on this show i mean um Apparently, it's not like you're hiding anywhere, so you have to just be open with it. If like, you were on the highest, like what was the highest bunk? Like four or five? Four? I don't know. Four like, or five, yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah, but everything's just shake, everything's shaking below you if you're on a, on level five. <laughs> there, I assumed they'd have different shower stalls, so that'd probably be the best best route to go. It was kind of confusing how the layout was. Like, I yeah. was kind of confused at like how it was set up and where they showered all that. Where I would do you like slept? visually, like the production design though yes. of everything was super cool. Like the, the stairs, hot, the colors, the stairs were really cool. The neon colors, even the uh, the Squid Game, what what do you call those? Basically, the coordinators popping out was really cool. So I'm glad they were able to kind of hold a lot of that stuff true to the original. What bunk would you have slept on? You know, I've thought about this a lot, Kayla. <laughs> yes, I, I knew you would. <laughs> I know. And there's two obvious choices, the very top or the very bottom. I can't be in the middle anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're just laughing at me. 
my height makes it an issue sometimes. And I'm not, I'm not like seven foot. I'm a six foot three. It's just depending on how high these bunks were. I think I'd probably want to be on the very bottom. So I have quicker access if I need to go to the bathroom, middle of the night or whatever. If I need to sneak around at a certain point, there's less stairs to climb up, less of a ruckus I'm causing. So probably very bottom level. What about you? Yeah, we both would have been on the bottom level because even as a kid, like at summer camp, away camp, like I I always wanted the bottom bunk. I did not want to go to the stairs. And thinking about five people or however tall it was, like, you also have to feel them going down the stairs next to you every time they have to go to the bathroom. So it's like, I'm with you. Top or bottom would be preferable, but I'm always, I mean, that's a hard fall. There were, I didn't see yeah. any bars. I didn't see any child proofing. Um, and so <laughs> I, I, the way I move around, I'd be ter- I plunge to my death and that's how, how, that's how that 10 grand lands in the, in the ball. That's not how I want to go out. So well, we, you lost one of your own. They fell off the top bunk last <laughs> yeah. night. All of a sudden they're all asleep and then it, it jumps up like the hunger games. Like we've lost another player. That'd be too much you know, for me. They did have bet like they had different platforms. So maybe that's a good middle ground where they had those platform areas. And yes. if you're one of the beds on that's like set on one of the platforms. So you're still up off the main ground, but you don't have anybody below you. It's probably a good, a good spot. And it looked like everybody just kind of picked their own bunks. Like they just ran and picked them, right? There was no like organization to it as far as I could tell. No, I mean, they did ask a lot of the the important questions like who snores. So you could try to optimize your ability to sleep. But, you know, I mean, could you imagine the first night though with like all those people? <laughs> I would the not group have sounds? Slept. I would not what have been able has, to sleep. What if someone has sleep apnea? Do you get your machine? Like, how do your medications work? Like, give me the specific Squid Games. How did this work? <laughs> yeah, I love it. My uh, just thought about trying to be in that scenario for ten straight days is, wow. What is the high, how many versions of these uh, these uniforms do they give you? Like, what's the hygiene level like? Cause I didn't see a lot of people in those bathrooms doing a shower and brushing their teeth, but maybe they had a system where they cycle like 10 people would go in like every half hour or something. I have no idea, but it, it just seemed like sometimes they were waking straight up and just like throwing out a shirt and like competing. And I'm like, I, I would not be able to, my hair would be greasy. My face would be breaking out like crazy. My face would be red as a freaking tomato. I, everybody would have been like, who the fuck's this guy over here? I wouldn't have been able <laughs> to hide anywhere. Person, I would have been just so I could say it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought the same, especially when I'm like, how many alphas do they get? Because I did learn that they had to return them. They didn't get to keep it. They, I know. They don't even get to keep one. That's bullshit. They don't, see, see, that's Justin, how they're saving they're... their money. Kayla. See, this all comes down to the prize is so <laughs> yeah. high that they need to save money by, they only give them one outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and they can only wash it once a week. Yeah. It basically turns into Survivor in a dorm. So there you go. Hilarious. Oh, my God. So we already know it's being renewed. Are you going to watch season two? And is there anything that you would like to see in season two? 100% will watch season two. I want to see them uh, play around a little bit with uh, the order. I think there's got to be a couple basics. I think red light, green light, and the cookie game need to be part of every season, but they need to change how you get selected for the, whether it's the diamond or the umbrella or whatever it was. I think they need to modify a little bit on how the teams get selected and maybe make more of like a random draw occasionally to avoid as much of the teamwork as I said earlier, but I'm trying nothing really specific. 
except for the ending needs to be better than pressing a button and playing rock, paper, scissors, honestly. Yeah, I got to say on the button, though, because I don't know if you do it, but I tend to go like what one would if I was first pick like my what one would I pick? And I got to say, I would have went triangle. I would have went like middle. So I was I, like, I would have went square. So I would have went home. Okay. Okay. All right. I I was I was doing another galaxy brain thing, but obviously would have failed in this circumstance because my thought was, okay, what shapes do you see a lot? You don't see a lot of the triangles. All of like the the worker people come out there. They either have the circles or the squares. So those are going to be the two that probably matter. The square is usually the leader. So that's probably the one that's safe. That is everything that was going through my brain that he picked the square and went home. So you know. Who knows? <laughs> See, I, I did understand it because I go, you don't want to pick first. Like, my mente would not be the first one. And that's almost why I thought, like, that's probably the one. Because you're like, I feel like you're more geared towards the last one or the middle, not the first. And that's why it had to be the first one that was, like, you get to pick who gets to go with you. So, you know, and that honestly, was intense. smart by Phil basically being like, dude, you go for it. Because him and Sam were in whoever didn't pick a button was in a perfect spot because Phil or Sam would have brought the other to the final two. So they just needed one of them to get the one that said, bring a person or they go home and you make it anyway. So I think if they do that same approach for season two, there's going to be a bit of a battle on who is going to push the buttons because nobody's going to want to. Yeah, I agree. And I think tug of war might be brought into another season. I think maybe they left it out so that they could do it in a season. They wouldn't think it, you know? Um, So we'll have to see how that plays out. I have heard some mutterings that there might be opportunities for players to return to a season two. Is there anyone that you'd like? Leanne, let's go. Get Leanne in there for the dub. I think B got too much of a highlight reel and I think she'd be too much like people would know her as a threat versus like how she kind of came out. Um, but yeah, team Leanne. I don't hate that. Bring her back. Um, I gotta say watching the squid games challenge made me think of course the original show and when the hell that was returning because it's been feels like forever since it was back out and a little update it was filmed in the summer of this year 2023 confirmed by netflix that it started in july with about a 10 month filming however post-production will take a while so they're anticipating it in late 2024 so wow a long time between a long time, there. but at least like we have some hope that that's something to look forward to in 2024. Um, I look forward to rewatching it, honestly, because it's been, I feel like at least a year, two years, maybe it was yeah, out. not this year. So yeah, 2022 years. at least. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens there. All right, Justin, shall we get to our swirly of the week? Let's do it. All right, Kayla. So my swirly of the week any sports fan or even non-sports fan have probably heard about the play between the Bills and the Chiefs game this past week. So my Swarley of the Week is Kadarius Tony, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. They are playing the Buffalo Bills. They are losing late in the game. I think they were down three at the 50-yard line. There's a little over a minute left. They hike the ball, throws it. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey at about the 30-yard line. Kelsey's about to get tackled by like three different bills. He turns around, unprecedented in football, throws the ball backwards 
to wide receiver Kadarius Tony, who is standing there wide open. He catches it, runs it in for a go-ahead touchdown. They take the lead with a minute left. My entire Bills fandom, I have been conditioned to this is exactly how the Bills lose football games. It's happened similar situations multiple times this year. I am screaming at the top of my lungs. Not again. This is bullshit. The Bills season is over. We have no chance at the playoffs. How does this keep happening? I don't understand. And there is a penalty flag on the play. The guy who caught the lateral backwards and ran it in was off sides on the offense which never gets called because honestly, you have to be an idiot to be offsides because all you have to do is look at the ball and make sure you're standing behind it. So it's only been called 11 out of like 14,000 times this year. Some crazy number, right? He gets called on it. The play doesn't count. It's a penalty. They don't score. The Bills win the game. Such a Kadarius Tony move. He is the Swarley of the NFL. This is a guy who is super talented, very twitchy, but makes so many stupid, dumbheaded moves all the time. And I've seen even uh, clips come out that he was offsides like four different times in this game. And last year in the Super Bowl, he lined up in the wrong spot a couple times. Earlier this year, he dropped passes to win the game. One time, uh, he basically told uh, everybody he doesn't tie his uh, his cleats. He doesn't tie his cleats when he plays in the NFL. He just shoelaces just dangling around and this guy's running over the field idiot one time he didn't even show up to practice with cleats he just was trying to do it barefoot and the coach is like what the hell are you doing like this is ridiculous this guy is just i don't know what's up with him but i was so glad that he was a swarley this week because it led to my buffalo bills getting ow kayla i'm happy for you and for your team and for sports in general. So that's good. I, I know it only because I see your tweets. And so I, and then I saw something about how they like managed to still win. So um, that's great. Cause it's often up and down for you with the bills. So, you know, my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of downs. <laughs> I, I need more yeah. of those ups, Kayla. <laughs> As a daughter of a giants fan, I do, I do hear that a lot. So all right. Don't no 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 Giants fan. You guys have won two Super Bowls in the last freaking fifteen years. The I just feel like Bills everything haven't I won see, one ever. Everything I see online with the Giants, it just seems like they're just laughed at most years, though. So like, well, no yeah, but at them. least they've won a couple times. The Bills haven't oh. won a couple times. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right. Um, my story of the week is going to be related to award season. Now, if you know the pod, and if you know us, Oscars are where it's at. It is certainly my bread and butter. It is what I look forward to every year, even though we sometimes go back at the end and go, what the fuck happened here? And, you know, slap city, anyone Um, slap gate, but the golden globes have come back and, you know, the golden globes ended because they've had some controversy. There's been obviously a lot of issues in the voting body, um, having like almost zero diversity and just being like completely shady, how it's being run, all of that. So they actually like stopped the Golden Globes. There was so much negative um, things coming out from it that they're like, eh, maybe we won't do it this year. And honestly, in, in terms of award season, the Golden Globes is like the the drinking and watching it type show. We don't take it too seriously. It tends to be the more fun situation. It's like hang out and party yes. show, but exactly. you know, it's, it's not... It's, yeah, exactly that. You look at the articles and you laugh at what happened and who said what's crazy, but it's it's less pretentious than the Oscars. And so it is enjoyable in that way. But they're coming back. They are coming back this year. 
There were some snubs this year. I do got to say shout out to Viola Davis, who once again, it just seems egregious sometimes what they do to her. Um, I definitely recommend following her on any social media because she says the most hilarious stuff and some very poignant stuff where you're like, holy shit, Viola Davis. Um, and after her performance at Hunger Games, which was, you know, the best part of it, um, give her all the flowers, I think, for that. <laughs> Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Kayla. You know, yeah. not to be confused with the other four movies. Oh, sorry, you're right. I don't want to sully the original franchise of the Hunger Games. You're right. My bad. My bad. It's his own horrible thing. Um, so, yeah, my swirl is going to be just the Golden Globes. I really think we didn't i think we could have just let it die i think that we're good with what we have which is certainly enough award seasons and i i just don't really have faith that they're relevant anymore you know what i mean and and award shows honestly are not being watched the way they used to so no because we have 73 different streaming services that we all pay 3.99 a month for and uh... (laughs) yeah absolutely paying two cable bills right now with my streaming Hey, all right, let's get to our friendship question of the week, which I'm going to surprise you with a version because I said, if we didn't talk about this scenario on our squid games recap, I'm going to phrase it into a question. We did not mention the just absurdity that was player one, nine, eight's decision with what he went into. And as Justin rapidly tries to search at who player 198 is it is the gentleman who answered the phone not once but twice just awareness idiot oh my god that guy was so stupid so here is my question okay you answer the phone and you let all your fries and burgers get stolen that also was absurd i would have hold i would have held up like a squirrel and shoveled it in my mouth but that's another day You've had your food taken away. The phone is ringing and everyone's afraid to answer it. You pick up the phone and they give you that directive as 198 got, which is if you do not convince someone else to answer the phone, you will be eliminated. Now, I knew right away what I was going to do in that situation. And he screwed it up so royally. But before, before I say, Justin, what would you have done? You just answer the phone. You're hoping for a delicious chocolate cake. And they're like, you're gone. What would you do? What would you well, be your never game pick plan? It up. I would never pick it up two times. But in you row. did. That was one of the but stupidest moves ever. Okay. So in this scenario, I pick it up. Oh, you need to get somebody else to take this phone away. Otherwise yes. you go home. First of all, I'd have a very happy expression. Yes. Like, uh-huh. I'd be like, Oh shit. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, how how much time? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd be like, hey, 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 uh, anybody? Uh, I I need one person to team up with me. See if uh we can get an advantage for the next game. I don't care who, but I only have thirty seconds to get a partner. Or come on, come on, come on, and just see if anybody runs towards you. That's what I would try, and you hope somebody bites quick, because you start getting desperate if they don't bite quick. And then, then you might have to turn out one of your friends. I don't know. Okay. What about they you? They did bite quick, but not quite the vocal that he wanted to. Slash, yeah. shout out to Jada who took a whole burger. Um, okay, interesting. I was wondering if you were gonna do what I was gonna do, and you had a, you had a different version. So that's interesting. Um, my move, same, would have been like excitement, not like the dread that he had on his face. I would have said they're offering whatever treat. I would have said something better than, I don't know what he said, like chocolate donut or something. Chocolate muffin, he said. Yeah, a that chocolate was muffin. Lame as fuck. After a burger and fries, a chocolate they're muffin. They're not going to give two here. treats in a row. It would have to be something besides a treat. 
I would have said something like that, but I would have said, I can't, I answered the phone last time. It has to be someone else that I would have played out the fact that I answered the first phone call and then I wasn't able to get whatever they were offering at the time. That would have been my cell. He almost, even the way he just totally dropped the ball, which was to frantically with absolute fear in his eyes, try to get someone to get, answer the phone to get this fucking chocolate He went muffin. to 432, the guy he just got in an argument with, which just gave it away. Like, hey, do you want a, you want a chocolate muffin? Come on over here. It's like, he, he what was, are you doing? Yeah. He was trying to play like he could care less, but his fear, the aura of fear was radiating so much on him that I almost couldn't believe that one player was about to answer the phone. He almost got them. Uh, I, and I would have walked away. I would have been, I would have set the phone down like on the side yep. and I would have said, I, I already wanted They said, I can't get it. So I'm sorry. Like someone. Yeah. Answered, I think yeah. That's a, that's a smarter move than yeah. what I was gonna do but i think if you pick it up and you like had the kind of excitement and i'm calling somebody over i'd be like hey uh i got one minute does anybody mm-hmm. want to pair up with me where we have to do, do a, a task. test yeah we have to do a test and if we succeed we get an advantage in the next game and if we don't we're at you know whatever I'll, yes. i wouldn't even leave out that if we don't <laughs> and just see if anybody's like well what's the advantage like i don't know they just said i have one minute to see if i can get a partner otherwise it's gone any any takers any takers and if nobody comes, you're like, all right, I guess that's over. And I just try to kind of nonchalantly, like, just set it down be like, okay. And then walk away and then see if somebody else is like, oh, wait, actually, actually, you know. So, exactly. He, like, he I would have said, like, character. I'm out of it. I have no stake. So I'm just going to leave this here and whoever answers it, like, you know, it is what it is. And I would have almost played annoyed that I couldn't answer it. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, I should have grabbed the burger. I didn't even get to eat them. And I would have looked at the people that stole my fucking fries, you know, brutal. Yeah, first, don't let those those scavengers the just vultures, take your food, the dude. Vultures were it was terrible. <laughs> that was so funny to me. I'm choking at the laughter. Yes, um, yeah. So that was that was you know a fitting friendship question I felt since we player one on eight. I mean a real fail, real fail. A true swarly, actually, one could say. Really, and everybody there was like, "Really, you're picking it up two times in a row, you idiot!" <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. I think that wraps it up for our Squid Games, the challenge recap. You can watch the Squid Games challenge on Netflix. You can also watch the original scripted show, which is in Korean and absolutely fantastic. We had an episode on it that you can go back and listen to. And as always, we'll see you next week. Well, that's it for this episode of Wrong Opinions Only. Please follow us on Instagram at Wrong Opinions Only and on Twitter at Wrong Opinions JK, where we'll be dropping some clues and hints to upcoming episodes. Until then, JK out.